going to read a key paragraph from Vahe Gregorian's column on Sunday about the Chiefs, the nickname, and why the topic has moved to the front burner. Quote, So the crux of the challenge for the franchise and the community going forward will be to honestly assess to what degree the name is inherently divisive and accordingly, if it feasibly can be uncoupled from the behavior it evokes. Close quote. Vahe spent some time on Sportsbeat KC talking about the column, how it came about, and the reaction to it. It's Monday, July 13th, and I'm Blair Kirkhoff. After a break, we'll take you to last night's press conference after Sporting KC's heartbreaking loss to Minnesota in the MLS's back tournament. Sporting surrendered two goals in stoppage time and fell 2-1. to one. You'll hear from Coach Peter Vermees. But first, here's Vahe Gregorian. Well, one thing we like to do, Vahe, once in a while is to talk about how stories come together, columns, stories come together, and yours that appeared Sunday's Star that was posted online Friday seems like a good one to talk about how it came together and what was your motivation for writing it. If I had a copy of the paper with me, I, could ha- I would have the headline, but I don't. Um, but it was about the topic that we discussed last Wednesday on the podcast. Um, the, the you know because of the um, what the Washington Redskins have decided. In fact, they decided today to drop the name Redskins, and um, there have been statements by other teams that have uh, Native American nicknames. Anyway, how it all plays in with the Chiefs, and what's the where are the Chiefs on this? Um, and I should say before. Um, before I stop talking and let you talk here, that it occurred to me this morning that the Chiefs are the one team that really hasn't put out a statement on their nickname. Uh, we've heard from the obviously heard from the Redskins, the Braves made Atlanta Braves made a statement last night. The Chicago Blackhawks, Cleveland Indians have also made statement. Haven't heard from the Chiefs yet, and I wonder if that's if they believe they don't, one's not necessary or. Um, but I think in your column, which I thoroughly enjoyed, that. It is an issue with some people, the, the name, the imagery. And so let's just go, go back to where I started. How did it come about and why, why did you do it? Well, thanks thanks for asking, Blair. And, and you know, I think as this stuff emerged with the, the Washington team, I, I've actually come to a point where I, I, I pretty much learned not to say the name just because of our style. But it's probably bare saying as we talk about its eradication. We, we haven't used it in the newspaper, in the Star, yeah. in, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 years? I don't know. Certainly since I've been here in 2013, it was sort of one of the first things handed in the Star 101 memo. Uh, but anyway, be that as it may, so once that review kind of came up, I think probably as many of these ideas come to us, we, we end up kicking it around a little bit in here. I think we talked about uh, by our Monday morning meeting last week, it was it was a big topic for, for us. We were just all sort of talking it through, the, the sports staff meeting. Um, and then by Wednesday of that week, we did the podcast. I was trying to think about various ways to pursue what I wanted to say, but I didn't really quite know what I wanted to say. I wanted to keep thinking about it, and mostly I wanted to reach out. And I think our podcast with Sam Mellinger, the, the three of us, I thought we had a really honest, candid discussion that probably wasn't much different than it would have been if we weren't recording it. I, I thought it was... And I, I like to think most of ours are like that. I agree. Um, I, I think it was us working through what we were trying to think about all this and trying to stretch our minds, understanding we don't really understand a lot of aspects of it. Um, 
So the more I thought about that, the more I, and I, and I knew um, some other angles of pursuit we had on some phone calls, so I pursued other angles and uh, ended up speaking with a few different people that led me to speaking with Bob Prue from the Kansas City Indian Center, which has not been um, a resource that has been engaged with the Chiefs very much, or in fact, um, often often talking to the media over the last few years, they, they, they have felt either misunderstood or, or put to the side. So um, I, I, I found Bob to be very eloquent, um, to me, very candid, very informed. And uh, as I, the more I spoke with him, I'll try to make a long story short here, I, I just felt like it was telling me that what I needed to try to write was something trying to appeal to people to listen to the voices of the, those in pain. And more than anything else, uh, as you know, I had, luckily I had the latitude to do with the column, I thought that, that was what I needed to uh, stress. And I really wanted to try to take a, a gentle approach instead of uh, some kind of sledgehammer or blowtorch to it. Uh, it we, we can talk a little bit about the feedback, uh, obviously, after this, but uh, I just, I really wanted to make it like, okay, let's try to all have open minds, open hearts right now as we consider this through sort of the new filters of our evolving society. Um, and I don't, well, I do know this about you. I, I don't know explicitly this about you, but I, I know this about me and you in a general way. I think we both feel like um, if we're not growing, we're not you know, really living, right? Yeah. I mean, you're, you're, if you're not growing, you're dying. Yeah, right. I mean, so, so I think it, I hardly would say I have real answers, but I, I'd like to think I'm getting closer to the questions, and that's sort of what I wanted this to to get at. I thought it did in in a you know in a profound way. Um, you, you referred to the, and I also did the the conversation we had last Wednesday. Um, Absent from that conversation was anybody who you know, was a Native American. Was, right. You know, just three guys that worked for the Star uh, gabbing about this and, and nobody who represented a, a tribe. Um, and, and but um, but you did speak to folks um, and, and let them and let them be heard on this. Sam made the point I, in, a couple of times in our podcast last week that even within the the Native American community, there's not full agreement on these issues or any issues, really. Why should there be? Why would there be, right? right. Um, there's not agreement on any, you know, with any subgroup, you know. Um, but um, but there's been enough, there certainly has been enough feeling about this topic that change is happening. Yeah. And again, I, re- I repeated today that the, the Washington football team decided to drop the name Redskins. Yeah. Um, and, and the Atlanta Braves put it out an announcement. I was watching the Sporting KC game last night, and on the crawl, um, there was uh, they made mention of the Braves' letter to season ticket holders that uh, they're you know they're going to keep the name Atlanta Braves, but they're going to take a look at the chop you know the the, the, the Braves popularized, um, and again uh, other other teams with those nicknames, Native American nicknames, are. are Taking a look at what they're they're doing, either not with not some maybe not with the nicknames, although with Cleveland it is. Um, I think the Blackhawks have said they're planning on keeping the Blackhawks, but again, it's the imagery and um, and uh, you know. So I'm reading some of the reaction to 
to your column on social media. And Lord knows we, we, we've got to, we, we can't let that guide our, you know, our feeling or our emotions about a story. But what, one thing that angered me about some of the reaction that I read, and this was true also of the podcast from last week that got posted on Facebook and social media, um, I, I gathered from some of the reaction that people didn't either hear the podcast or read the column. They were responding to a headline. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and, and that just, I, I just shook my head and, and I, and I got that feeling also of your, from your, from your column. Yeah. When, I, when it was, where it was posted, where I, it was posted. I did, I did feel like that. And, and it's funny this morning, there was a very explicit exchange, not nasty exactly, but the guy was condemning the column and, and, um, uh, but with, with terminology that suggested he hadn't read it, and I, I just, I just said, you know, I, excuse me, have you, have you actually read the column? And he goes, No, I, I, I only had to read the headline, or I think he called it the title. And I started to continue to respond, and I just sort of thought, well, the only way I'm really going to respond is, it's probably a little too snarky. I don't really need to be snarky with this guy. I think he kind of made my point for me, but, but look, that is a complication of this, and and it's also a reflection, though, of a. A certain mindset. First of all, I don't begrudge anybody how they look at it, right? That's your view is your view. But I do think, you know, when the question is asked, can we stop and listen and just just reset? You know, listen through as if you're starting over, and you don't read it at all, and it kind of gets at the point, maybe make it itself. Um, the other thing I'd say too about some of the vocal and, and really angry and you know, responses, it, it was so fast and so uh, kind of blunt and harsh, it it suggested to me that those were coming from voices that are dug in. And again, fine if you want to be dug in. But I think that the hope I had in this was probably you're not going to reach people who reflexively think no matter what, they're not going to look at their position, right? That's just, if that's your reflex, that's just how it is. But I do think many people... Um, just, you know, I, I care about others or care about growing or care about, you know, looking at things a new way. I, again, I'm not disparaging those who look at it the way they do with, with you know, firm set of way of looking at things. But, but I think there's plenty of people like that. And honestly, for all the sort of angry feedback, I, I found plenty to feel encouraged by with that. Sort of a little better ratio of that in emails, probably... Um, you know, certainly two thirds or more kind of angry and just, you know, argumentative, but, but really a fair amount of people just, you know, kicking it around, right? Not really agreeing, disagreeing with anything. And I want to say one last thing before I stop on this ridiculous stream of consciousness, but, you know, one of the things it, that really came out of our conversation last week with you, Sam, and me was I started getting this thought like, you know, the, the, the heart of the question is something you referred to a little bit earlier. It's not really the name in itself. It's can you decouple the name from the way that imagery is appropriated that certainly a representative number of people, whatever that percentage is, I don't know, I don't know how to measure that. There's different ways to measure that, but we've certainly heard from voices giving good reason for their hurt. Um, how do you, can you 
separate them in a meaningful enough way that that the name is the name is the name and the name is good and and, yeah. and all that. I don't really have an answer to that. You asked the question as we started that. Um, I like how you framed it in our podcast last week. You sort of planted some ground as like, let's talk about this and see how we feel after we talk about it. And I think one of those points was the name itself. Right. And I feel like all three of us came out of there, at least that's my recollection, that we thought, I, I don't quite know, I, I, don't, I don't see that the name has to be changed in and of itself. I guess I've heard that a little differently in listening to some more of these people. There is a sense that, you know, Chiefs is an honorary position and of a, of a, uh, of a people that, that were systematically, whatever awful term you want to put to it. Whatever verb you want to use, which none of which are good. None of which are good. But I'm still, I'm still in sort of this funny neutral limbo spot on that question, because I think there's things you can do with the name that you can, you can preserve the name. If, if, if again, upon listening to enough people, talking to enough people, you can come to a point of understanding how you can separate it from those things. On that note, you got one suggestion, I recall, of uh, the fire chiefs. Yeah, yeah. And our friend Derek Gould in, in uh, St. Louis at the Post-Dispatch noted, I think that the uh, one of the Cardinals minor league teams had gone from the Peoria Chiefs to the uh, fire chiefs. Made a little, made a little uh, branding tweak. Yeah, um, a, a little tweak that went a long <laughs> way in logo and imagery, I'm sure. Yeah, 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 that's right. So I don't know, Blair. I mean, I, 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 I had an exchange with Sam Mellinger last week. We were talking about people we were talking to and just kicking this around as all of us do. And I, I told Sam, it is a lot to process, and, but isn't it a cool challenge to kind of try to just really look at it? And I think I, I'd hope that's what we would all try to accomplish. Um, I certainly yeah. need to grow and learn more. I, I hope that the people who took the time to respond one way or the other um, uh, for what we, for your column and, and anything else that we write. I know that we had an op-ed piece last week about it as well. And I believe Sam is going to tackle the subject. Sam Mellinger is going to tackle, tackle the subject this week as well. That, that they bring a curious mind to it. You know, not you, you've used the term and you've used it often. And I, I know exactly what you mean when people are dug in on their positions. And I get that. And, we're all dug in on some positions for sure, yeah. But it, that shouldn't prevent. Um, I don't. I don't think it should prevent. Uh, you know, a, a curious mind, people wanting to explore a little bit of what, what, why people think this way, why, why people that you're dug in against feel the way that they do. Yeah. And is there some empathy there? Yeah, I like. And, and look, the flip side of that, I've thought about this too. I'm trying to understand why people. Trying to understand that it's not, maybe it goes beyond just, oh, they're dug in to be dug in, right? I'm trying to understand, like, why do you feel so passionately that there's nothing to see here at all to think about? I am trying to understand that. I, I try to tell readers that everything you input or everything you send us is worth sending us, whether we, we understand it initially or not. I mean, it becomes right. part of how you, you try to process things. So it's... Um, I don't understand that any more fully than I understand the pain 
Right. <laughs> right. I don't. I mean, this is our unique position in, in, in hoping to, you know, learn about both worlds as much as you can and be respectful of it all. Well, and I know you've. Uh, hey, I know that you uh, you try to respond to everybody who sends you an email or, or some kind of message. You can't obviously you can't do it on on uh, on Facebook or, or Twitter. Although I noticed you were you were responding to Twitter comments. Uh, yesterday as well. Well, I try to um, look at situations that I thought I could answer in a in a way that would be useful. Right? I mean, I advance I, the conversation a little bit. Yeah, I think that's it, that's what I look at. What Twitter responses? Those are to advance conversations. Yeah, but as you know, it's at our peril that we go into those mentions. I mean, and I think the kids have some term ratioed. Where, where it means you're getting pounded, and I, I, I believe I was referred to as being ratioed, but I, that's okay. I mean, if I look, I do think it's probably not healthy, agi- you know, having people so agitated and upset. I don't mean that in itself is good, but I do think some element of that is fostering conversation about it. Some element of that, and. That's just among the people that are angry. I mean, I, and I again, I don't, I don't think that is the entire group here. I think it's there not. are plenty of people. And as our friend Jesse Newell always reminds us, it's only three percent of people are on Twitter anyway, <laughs> which is convenient when you want to think about all the others that, that you're sure are on on, on your point of view. Um, but but it, I did feel like it, I don't have any real strategy on how to respond on Twitter other than. Where I see a way to offer a useful clarification um, or to try to not let someone misrepresent what they haven't probably read, just to chime in a little bit. I don't think it really does any good to fight the fight on there. But I think if you can just say, hey, you you may have missed this part or maybe, you know, just do that and get out. But I, I, I've been too immersed in it. I mean, it, <laughs> um, well, your um, your audience appreciates your your immersion yeah. into this. Uh, as I, as I mentioned, we think Sam's uh, pursuing some uh, uh, pursuing a story on this later this week. I, I just don't think this is a story that's going to end anytime soon. I don't think so either. Right? We're probably going to see. I, I'd be stunned if the Chiefs don't. Um, feel some need to say something, right? Even if they're going to say, well, we respect everything we've heard, but we're not doing anything. Or at least I, I, we're exploring yeah. ideas I think, and we, res- we respect yeah. everyone's opinion. Or I, I think it's understood that they're thinking about this. And, yeah. and I, I, I don't think we're just saying that to say it. I mean, I think we have reason to believe that. And um, what that means in any tangible form, I don't know. But I, but I think that... Uh, I'd be very surprised if we go this whole week and don't see some sort of Chiefs response to it all. Um, I think the topic is going to stay with us for a while, and I think it's probably healthy that it will. I think also even built in Blair, like I don't know what I, – I didn't get a chance to see what the plan for Washington is, like, you know, when, how, what, well, that's all gonna, that. Tell you what, <laughs> we, we think there will be a season pretty soon, and training camp begins – Next, supposedly, supposedly next week, and there might be a couple exhibition games in August. They're going to need to put some logo on their helmet. Yeah, that's well. It, maybe they'll be like the whatever that greeting was when the when the Dallas Texans came here initially. The the, the Washington somethings while they while they wait. Right. Um, 
I don't know. That'll, that'll be really interesting. But I guess my point on that also is, you know, I don't – there's probably – I think we got reason to think Washington had been talking about this a little longer than just the Indeed. last few weeks, right? No, no doubt. Um, I'm not sure how far back any new discussions have gone with the Chiefs. I, I, I don't – we don't even fully know what dimension that occupies right now. So it could be it takes more of a running jump for them if they even do decide to address it, do something with it. But probably it's not, it's no simple, no simple thing. Um, And again, though, I just think it gets back to that one question of brand, what you stand for, what, what the name inherently transmits versus what, what you can do with it. All right. That's a good final thought. Hey, did you, did you watch Sporting KC last night? Caught, caught a bit of, uh, of low light, some of the low lights. Uh, those, would, those would have occurred in the last uh, 20 minutes or so, especially extra time. And you're going to hear, after a break, we're going to hear from Peter Vermees, who spoke to the Sporting Kansas City's 2-1 to loss to Minnesota in the MLS's back tournament, a, an excruciating loss for, for the home 11, the first team from Kansas City to suit up and play in a contest since, um, since we uh, were – We're all pushed inside by COVID four months ago. So we'll be right back. Hey, it's Blair. We have a special subscription offer for Sportsbeat KC listeners, unlimited digital access to the Kansas City Star's award-winning sports coverage. Sign up now for one year of Sports Pass for access to all the sports news, features, and columns presented on the KansasCity.com site. And it's only $30. That's a 40% savings off our regular rate. Your subscription will automatically renew after the initial term at 50 bucks, unless you tell us to cancel. Your subscription helps support the sports coverage of KansasCity.com and the Kansas City Star, and that support has never been more important. Please visit KansasCity.com slash offer to get this special offer. And as always, thanks for listening. I think he's probably said it best. We uh, we had control of the game. We had some good chances. We should have probably put a second, maybe even a third away. We didn't. Um, we allowed them in the game. We made some bad decisions. Um, you know, we unfortunately what happens is you lose a goalkeeper. It, you have to take now a player off to replace for a goalkeeper. It kind of changed things around quite a bit. Um, it, it just changed the game. So I think, you know, there's a lot of good stuff from the game for us. Um, but at the same time, you know, unfortunately, we didn't close it out. So uh, we can play. We, you know, we'll get better from this game, and we just gotta gotta learn from it and move on to the next one. Next question, we'll go to Jonathan Skull. Jonathan, your line is open. Peter, what did you make of the red card, and how do you think it impacted the game tonight? Yeah, it, it's it's a red card um, from from the rules it's a red card uh yeah it, it definitely changed the game um in a lot of ways um you know look we haven't played a game for 127 days and uh now you're asking the guys that have just come down into heat they haven't played any games come into heat and now be down for you know down a man for quite some time in the game we weren't ready for it and like i said it it, it changed things in that when the goalkeeper has to go out, and now you got to take a player off, put a goalkeeper on. Now your subs are definitely changed as well, and it was it was hard. It was hard for the guys to uh, 
you know, to find themselves at that moment. You know, I think we tried to do a good job of closing out the game as much as we can. We got it to about, you know, whatever, 80, 80-some minutes. Um, but, you know, we just couldn't hold on. Next question to Seren Petro from Sports Radio 810 WHB. Seren, your line is open. Uh, Peter, uh, I apologize. I, I had trouble getting the link, so if this was already asked, I'm sorry for being repetitive. But uh, can you tell me what your thought process was as far as uh, substitutions there in the second half, particularly when the red card came up uh, and, and, you know, with the extra substitutions uh, that were available? Did you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean... Making more subs? Yeah, uh, the Johnny sub was... You know, we we were thinking that we're going to probably have to change both our wingers because they were going to be under a lot of strain and stress in the game. We just felt that we'd find a lot of the game there and they'd have to uh, cover a lot of ground. So that was to be expected. Um, problem is, is that right after that, we were probably going to make another sub. And then next thing you know, uh, you know, Timmy gets thrown out. And so the problem with that is, is now you got to sub the goalkeeper in, but you also got to take a player off to do that. And that kind of changed everything around quite a bit. Uh, the guys were, you know, they were they were tired at that moment. Um, and what happened was is because we only were able to make one, we weren't able, only able to, but I only wanted to do one at that mo- moment to kind of settle the team down um, with the goalkeeper. What it did was is it left us with one last sub. And we had to, if we're going to put three, we're going to put three on. And I just felt that we need to get fresh legs, and I didn't want to push those other guys. Um, I, I still think it was the right decision. I have, I have all the confidence in the world the rest of those guys can play and do the job. It's just, uh, you know, we should have put the game away a lot earlier than, than, than and, been, and not have been in that position. And, and as a follow-up, um, you know, last year the, you, you kind of had some problems you know, finishing things. I know you had a lot of injuries and there was constant turnover. I'm not trying to, you know, get you to go back and explain everything that happened last year, but any any sense that there was like, oh, here we go again uh, type of, you know, moping after this, uh, the way it ended? No, not at all. Um, it, it's more it's, it's more of the fact that we could have, you know, we, we are very well in control of the game. One, two is, you know, it's the first game back, I said, after 127 days. Um, and then have to go down a man and try to hold on from there was just a little difficult for the guys when we're already not game fit yet. So um, we just got to build from here from a physical perspective. Next question, we'll go to Sean Goodwin from the Kansas City Star. Sean, your line is open. Hey, Peter. Um, open till the red card. I mean, you guys still finish 62% possession. You outshock them. Um, were you pleased with how you guys played and dominated that game really up until the last 20 minutes or so? I, I was. I just was uh, a little bit disappointed in the fact that we couldn't finish off the, uh, you know, the, get a second goal. We should have. We had chances. We just didn't. We didn't take them well enough, and, and, and obviously it came back to haunt us at the, at the end of the game. And that's what happens in games like this sometimes. You know, you play well, you, you own the game, and all of a sudden you have a couple moments, and, and next thing you know, the game's against you. Next question, we'll go to Tyler Jones. Tyler, your line is open. Hey, Peter, Tyler Jones here. Um, how different was it for you and your team to adjust to no crowd there and, and not be able to feed off that crowd noise? Well, it, it, it definitely is a, a different environment. It's a little surrealistic, if you will. Um, it, it feels a lot like a MLS preseason game um, when you don't really have much of a crowd there. It feels very similar. Um, I, 
I, I think I think that's a that, there's no doubt that that's a big part of the environment. But look, everybody's got to play with it right now, and, and the best thing is that we're at least we're on the field at the moment. Next question will go to Daniel Sperry with MLSsoccer.com. Daniel, your line is open. Hey, Peter. Um, was just curious. Uh, there was a couple of moments there where I think Gadi Kinda and Gerso both had um, a chance to maybe take a few extra touches with a lot of space in front of them. Final third. Sometimes it just seemed like the final product wasn't completely there. You chalked that up to the long layoff. Is that something that you're hoping to see more from from the guys? I mean, I, I, I guess you could say yes to that question. Um, but again, we had good opportunities. Um, whether you're you haven't played a lot of games or not, you want it. You always want to try and finish those. And, and unfortunately, we didn't today. And and they found the way back into the game. So you got to credit Minnesota. They found the way back in. And for us, we just had some, as you put it, we had some really good opportunities, and we didn't. And so it was a difference in the game. That will do it for today. Thanks to our production staff of Derek Donovan, Savannah Smith, Randy Mason, Beth Welsh, Jeff Rosen, and Chris Fickett. Thanks to Vahe Gregorian for stopping by and talking about his column that can be found in the show notes and also on KansasCity.com. Hey, earlier in the episode, you heard me talk about the Sports Pass offer. It still stands and still a good one. 30 bucks for a year's worth of sports coverage, and that includes a sports extra that comes with the E-Edition. There are more than 20 additional pages of national sports coverage today. But here's an even better offer. Buy the entire Kansas City Star product. Sports news, features, commentary, and analysis. The whole thing. You get all the stories written by my talented colleagues, plus additional news, sports, and business coverage. The details can be found at account.kansascity.com slash subscribe. That's account.kansascity.com slash subscribe. And whether it's the Sports Pass or the full subscription, you're getting and supporting the best sports and news coverage in Kansas City and helping us produce programs like Sports BKC. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back on Tuesday with another episode. (laughs) 